Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on doing the word, living the word, and following the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. We have, again, made it to the ninth month. We have been in the year of discipleship. And the eighth month, we talked about new beginnings, the number eight marking new beginnings. And, and it was the second month in our, our six-month home stretch, right? So the first six months of the year, we were being made. And now we are in the second six months of the year learning how to make. I will continue to repeat it. You cannot make what you have not been made into. And so we started the month of June with um, Go. We're in Matthew 28, 19 as our theme scripture for this six months, which says this, uh, go therefore um, and make disciples, right? Uh, I'm sorry, there, yeah, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So go therefore, making disciples, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's Matthew 28 and 19. So that is for the six months where we are making, we're learning how to make disciples. So we started June with the month of go. July was make disciples. We learned how to teach um, by example, by leadership, how to teach um, as being those who teach obedience. And then we talked about those who teach the commandments. And then the last part on Saturday, we, we realized and, and listened to the end of 28 and 20, which says, and I will be with you always. God reminds the disciples that as they go forth, that he will be with them always. And, and as he's going to be with us, God shared with us to live. And so now we are in the ninth month. Um, nine is a number of div- divine completion. But also, the reason I said it's the push month, uh, if you were pregnant, the ninth month is the month that your child is born. And one of the things that happens when you are about to conceive is that you have to push in order for the baby to be born. And so there have been some things in a lot of you during this year that God has been birthing on the inside. Um, some of you from the beginning of the year, some of you has just begun to take place. Um, but we're also in this time of where we have been in isolation, um, where we have had a pandemic and then we've had the epidemic of racism and then we've lost so many different people, people uh, from entertainment to sports, but even in our own families and friends that we've seen loved ones affected by diseases and then things that weren't even the, the, the talk of the town, just regular life. People were just passing from just, just their time and different you know ailments and diseases that had nothing to do with everything else that's going on. And for some of you, it, it, it feels like as much as we know that there's a new beginning, we know that it's time to push. You gotta keep pushing forward. There's some things you need to push through and not give up and not faint. And so this month, we've gone from the go to the make disciples. And this month, we are in the all nations. We are in the month of all nations. And so um, as we start any month, we always start in review. 
an over, I'm sorry, in an overview, not review, an overview of what the month is going to look like, okay? And so the month of all nations, we are going to be hitting, uh, as we have been in every month, five different aspects of this all nations. Um, let's first just exegete what these two words mean in that scripture in Matthew 28 and, and 19. The word all is every kind, that means the whole of humanity. And so let us be very clear. All means everyone. There is no one that is excluded. Thanks to the apostle Paul, before he came and delivered the salvation gospel message to the Gentiles, uh, this word, this message, this, this salvation that you are living in and under was specifically for the Jews. And God called a Roman soldier who was persecuting, and the Bible says this, persecuting those of the way, followers of Jesus, to then be transformed to deliver the gospel message to the Gentiles. You all are Gentiles, okay? Um, unless you come from a direct uh, a, a Jewish lineage, you would be Gentiles. So we are Gentiles. And so we are grateful that all nations, that Jesus was already foretelling where we would come to, because all nations could not just mean one nation, correct? So if it was just going to be for one nation, and we know that we serve a very specific God, God would have been specific to say only for the Jews, and that's it. But Jesus foretells um, with a prophetic statement that go and baptize all i'm saying go i'm go make disciples of all nations that they're going to baptize disciples from all nations nations means this here the word is ethnos which is where we get the word ethnic or ethnic ethnicity it's e-t-h-n-o-s ethnos okay and so nations is this forming a custom culture and so when we look at nations there's something that once we are sent to a people group, nations are tribes of people, people groups, that then we are to then form a custom culture within these tribes and these nations, okay? So let's talk about what we're going to go through this month. So I want you to write down this. As disciples, In dealing with all nations, we must confront. As disciples, dealing with all nations, we must confront, okay? Now, I wanna remind you, I've said this before, confrontation is done for the sake of unity. That's real confrontation. Confrontation is not to divide, it is to unite. And so let's start with the first thing that we're gonna confront, race. Guys, we have to confront the issue of race. We're talking about God's people and we need to know who we are and who we are not. You're going to have to realize that your, how shall I put this? 
that your ethnicity is not greater than your citizenship in the kingdom. That no one race is greater than another race. We live in America where we have had races divided. We have seen systemic racism. We've seen oppression of different races. But in the kingdom, no one is greater than the other. God is the greatest. And though we all have personal preferences, you cannot call yourself a child of God and be a racist. And that's from whatever, that's not just white people racist against black, that's black against white, that's Asian against this, that's, you cannot call yourself a child of God and be a racist. I just wanna put that out there, okay? We're gonna talk about this. Now, I didn't say that you might not have some preferences but what is happening is we are a lot letting our personal preferences bleed into the kingdom message. And anytime we do that, we distort the word of God because we have an agenda. Back in the in slavery days, there was a Bible called the slavery Bible or the Negro Bible that things were edited out to keep them oppressed because of racism. We are now here. And what we cannot do as citizens of the kingdom is deny entrance to anyone who has accepted Christ as their savior. We're gonna have to talk about race. And we have to look at what the Bible says about it. Not what we think about it, what the Bible says about it. Amen? Number two, we're gonna talk about culture. Let me say this. The culture is one way, it's called kingdom. We're gonna talk about a kingdom culture. And let me tell you the difference from a kingdom culture and a church culture. In a church culture, relevant leadership is king. In the church culture, relevant leadership is king. In a kingdom culture, relational leadership is king. In the church culture, relevant leadership is king. In the kingdom culture, relational leadership is king. Let's define it. Relevant means this, appropriate to the current time. Contemporary. Too many leaders today are trying to be relevant. And in their relevancy, they are watering down the gospel. In their relevancy, they're trying to fit in and find, a, a, uh, uh, find this place of acceptance from people versus people accepting the word of God as truth. In relational leadership, relational means this, a way in which 
two or more people are connected. A way in which two or more people are connected. Jesus was a relational leader. He was not trying to be relevant. He was being relational. And because of his relational leadership, he was able to draw people to him and ultimately to the heart of the Father. And we have to be very careful to not fall into trying to be relevant over being relational and honest about the word of God and preaching and teaching and discipling the word of God in a spirit of truth. Here's the thing, the word will be offensive. The word will convict. The word should convert. The word will challenge. And there's a lot of times we've got to work out some places, especially going into disciple, we can't be people pleasers. We can't be trying to go and make friends. It's not for you to fit in to what the world is doing. It's to remain in the, in the culture of the kingdom that you are already a part of and that you already belong to. Number three, we're going to talk about the kingdom custom. The kingdom custom. Let's define what a custom is. Number one, it's things one does habitually. It's an established practice and it is behavior in how we do things. Nowadays, guys, I'm gonna repeat them. It's sad that you almost have to decipher or explain what you mean when you say you're a Christian. Because the, the, the culture of Christianity right now, you can do so many different things. You can do the, you don't have to follow the word all the way. You don't have to obey God all the time. You can choose to do this. You can choose to do that. You can wear, you can have, you know, we, we have integrated so many things into Christianity, but there is a kingdom custom. There are things that we should be doing habitually. They should be a habit, a part of our life, because the word of God and the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are in our lives, moving and leading our lives. There should be an established practice, the way we do things. And we should have a certain behavior that causes us to be set apart from everyone else that is not following the ways of God. I shouldn't have to wait for you to tell me you're a Christian to know you follow Jesus. Number four. We're going to talk about our commonalities. Commonalities are shared features or attributes. Shared features or attributes. So basically, we're going to ask this question. What kind of Christian are you? Got to ask, what kind of Christian are you? Because in this day and age, we need to know who is with God, serving God, and for God. And then finally, we're going to talk about the believers. Because we're supposed to go, right, and talk to all nations, 
but there's three category of believers I want to talk about. We're going to talk about the unbelieving, the kind of believing, and the believing wrong. Because there's some people who just do not believe. They don't believe at all. There are some people who kind of believe. You know, they pick and choose what to believe, what works, what doesn't work. And then we have people who right now, guys, are in our midst and are believing wrong because they have been taught in error. There are people who are still believing that they are their own God. People still trying to, 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 to plan and, and, and take the lead in life when they need to give God the lead. And so this is what we're going to be talking about this month. Let's go back over. We're going to talk about race, God's people, who we are and who we're not. We're going to talk about the culture, a kingdom culture. We're going to talk about the, the culture of the church right now, which is relevant leadership. And we're going to talk about the culture of the kingdom, which is relational leadership. We're going to talk about the kingdom custom, things that one does habitually, our established practices and behavior and how we should be doing things. Then we're gonna talk about our commonality, the shared features and attributes. The question being, what kind of Christian are you? And then finally, we're gonna talk about believers, the unbelieving, the kind of believing, and the believing wrong. Because I think so often, we only talk about the unbelieving or the unchurched that needs to be discipled. There's some people who've been sitting right next to you week after week, month after month, year after year, who need to be discipled correctly, who fall into that kind of believing category or believing wrong category. And so we've got to be prepared because he just said, go and make disciples, but we have to be prepared as to all the different things when it comes to all nations. Nations, these are different people groups, different, different ways of doing things, different ways of seeing things. But the kingdom gospel, the gospel of the kingdom brings us all into one place. That the, the kingdom message brings all those differences, pushes them all the way out and connects us with our spiritual DNA. that our spiritual DNA is what unites us. Are there any questions, comments, or concerns? Just an overview tonight. Questions, comments, or concerns? Raise your hand, let me know. Okay. Everyone's a little quiet. We all right? Everybody okay? You good? Okay, I'm gonna call on Pastor Alex. Uh, yes, I was sitting here just as silent as everyone else. I just think, you know, it's gonna be really great to uh, tackle these um, certain points and it's just a lot to take in. So I'm excited about as we dig into this. So. I was just as silent as everyone else, just really reflecting on what you shared tonight, which was really good. Thank you. And, and here's the thing, guys. Don't, don't get in your head. Don't, don't, 
we all, and I'm, we all, hands up, we all got to work through this stuff. All of us. Because, you know, we, we have, we've run up against things. We've run up against people. You know, there's, there, there, some of us have just stories that from other people groups, you know, I had a conversation with a relative of mine recently and they were saying how they just didn't like the, the, the certain people group. And I was like, well, why, what, what happened? What, what caused that to be? And, and one incident with one person led into a whole bunch of other things, right? Well, we have had throughout history, many different issues with race and racism. And, and, and even right now we're dealing with so much, we're watching black, black men and women be killed at, at, at rates that are just mind blowing, okay? At the same time, we cannot ignore our faith. <clears throat> And so we have to talk about this because at the end of the day, God will put people in your path that do not look like you. And the gospel was never written for one people group only. When he said all nations, he meant all nations. Everybody is not bad. There's a lot of bad people, but everyone is not bad. And just like you don't want to be counted out, we cannot count out other people. And so we got to, we just got to deal with it and it's okay. And when we get to this topic, we, we're going to wrestle. Trust me, we're going to wrestle. Going to be some feelings and some things. But at the end of the day, the question is, am I standing for God or am I just standing? Am I standing for God or am I just standing? And we gotta talk about the culture, you know? Everybody wanna be relevant. And so many people right now are following the relevant voice, the, the exciting voice, the voice that's speaking the lingo of today and yet not fully preaching a full doctrine not fully exegeting scripture, trying to be hip and stay, you know, with, with the people. So that, and, and a lot of it, 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 after a while, it becomes very self-gratifying because everyone's cheering your name. They should not be cheering your name louder than they're cheering God's. And Jesus wasn't trying to be relevant. Jesus came with the word. <laughs> Whether you liked it or not, he did not change the message to appease the crowd. And the hour that we are living in, we cannot change the message to appease the crowd. Guys, I'm telling you, you won't make it. And we won't make it living on words that just appease us. We're not going to make it if someone is not telling us the truth of the word of God. We're not going to make it. And there are things that we should be doing regularly because we are children of God. And I'm not talking about all the different ways that people try to tell you, you should pray like this or you should read like that. I'm not even talking about that, but there's fruit of the spirit that we're not even living out. That's a part of, should be our, uh, the DNA, should be a custom in our DNA. Faithfulness, gentleness, kindness, long suffering, self-control. 
I'm talking about those kind of things that are established in our life. And then we've got to realize that there are those that we, we, we have to, what, is, what, what binds us together? Because in the time that you're discipling, you're going to need another disciple to, to help you and strengthen you when it's time. And then you got to know how to speak to those who are unbelieving, kind of believing, and believing wrong. Yes, DG. This was convicting in a, in a lot of ways, particularly when you're talking about not just race, but even diff, even more granular than that, when you think about like tribalism, right? So it was, it's funny this week, someone had asked me, he said, you know, my family's, full disclosure, my family's from Rwanda. And someone right. was like, would you go, would you go and like, what if someone of God wanted you to go and, you know, minister to those, you know, people committed genocide. I was like, my first reaction, I was like, yo, these people are dead to me. No way. Like this, that trigger. Yeah. But then it's like, it's like, but then as I was praying and thinking about it this week, I was like, God, I don't want these people to keep me out of heaven. Like over that. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's kind of like you, you, it doesn't always have to be another race as much as it can be even your own neighbors, your own, yeah. you know, that, 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 that kind of a thing. So sometimes we think it, it's, Sometimes the most damage can be among people within your own. So it's look just, it's just like a sense of like yeah. literally I was praying about it this week. I was like, God, I don't want to feel this way. Yeah. I feel this way, but I don't want to feel this way. Yeah. So I need you to help me see them the way you see them because I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when we, we were talking just, you know, this this past uh two times about the commandments, you know, I mean we, like I said, we've murdered people in our thoughts. Murder them with our mouths, you know? And here's the thing, the Bible says this, be angry, but sin not. So it's not that you don't have the right to get angry. God knows you're gonna get angry, but it's what you do with that anger, how you live it out, how you talk it out. That's the issue. Have I gotten angry about the stuff I've seen? Absolutely. But, but here's the thing that we have to remember, our hope, my hope, let me talk about me. I'm not going to talk about you because I don't know. My hope is not in the government of the United States of America. My hope is in God. My hope is in Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And so I pray that my hope can, can be brought into these spaces to, to see real change happen. So I can't pray out of my anger. I got to pray from a place of hope. I can't, I can't preach from a place of anger. I got to preach from a place of hope. Because my, the only guarantee we have on this side and in heaven is the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. It says Jesus is our only guarantee. You have no other guarantee. The warranty on your car ain't even a guarantee. Don't let them fool you. Because even that warranty has some small fine print that the one time you do something you didn't know was in that warranty, it doesn't cover it. But God covers it all. He covers it all. So I know all the men on this, on our Zoom calls, I pray for you all consistently because 
there's so much that comes and guess what it's part of the curse <laughs> that happened in the garden said you guys are going to toil the, all the days of your life but there's so many other things that come just with being who you are but do not forget you have the greatest hope hope in jesus hope in the father and hope in the holy spirit as angry as you get don't don't let don't let them take you out of yourself don't let them cause you to sin with that anger bring it to the father and say god you 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 see where i am you know what i'm feeling right now you know how upset i am right now when i'm watching what's on the news what's happening to brothers and and, and men all across this you know how i feel help me because how are we going to ever be change if we're doing the same thing the world is doing if we're fighting the same way talking the same way walking the same way how do we ever expect for anything to be different it's insanity doing the same thing and expecting something different insanity and so i want us to have hope even when we have this discussion, our hope, we have the greatest thing person to hope in. So just don't get nervous. Come in with open heart, open mind, even when we talk about race. Anyone else before we pray out? We've got 10 minutes. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask Pastor Alex to pray us out. Again, great word on tonight, Pastor Kai. Um, a lot to spend time with, with this weekend, or this week rather. So uh, let's prepare our hearts. Uh, Father God, we are so grateful again to be privileged yes. to hear from heaven, God. Thank you, Father. As children, we need your instructions. We need to know exactly how to get there when to get there, most importantly, following your lead in all that we do. So thank you, dear God, that this is something we can spend time with. We thank you, Father, that as we get ready to tackle the real subjects, God, that we will be open and honest. Thank you, Father, to position us to gain access to all nations. That's our goal, because that's your heart. So we're asking you, Father, that on tonight, that we will find ourselves getting sweet rest in you, continue to uh, fill us up with the things we need as we move forward throughout the week. We pray, dear God, for uh, those who are traveling, that you will cover them with your precious blood. We pray, Father, for an exciting, exciting time, dear God, to be relevant in these, in, these, in these times, dear God. We want to be kingdom relevant. We want to show the world the importance of following the ways of the kingdom. So thank you for all that you're doing. We pray, dear God, that when it's all said and done, you will be well pleased with us. Let everyone have a great night in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the K-How Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, 
please feel free to email us at khowworshipla. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.